0: This is All About Home Construction, and here's your hosts, Terry Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, man.
1: Happy Saturday to
0: everybody out there. That's right. Another All About Home Construction Saturday here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us, and uh, give us a call, 828-262-1563, and uh, 1567, I can't talk this morning, 1567, we'd love to get you on the air. And uh, yeah, get some questions. But anyway, how's it? Uh, how's it been doing? Been going on this last week, Randy?
1: Pretty good. Uh, you know, we're uh, been quite busy. You know, all year it's not slowed down. The phone's still ringing, and the only thing is, you know, people forget about our population up here in the in the high country. Yep, there ain't been so many of us. And uh, what? Well, there's not three of you. No, matter of fact, I told my daddy one time I was going to whip him, and he, he got all excited and ready to fight. And I said, because I wasn't a twin. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He, uh, but we can't move. You call me today and want me to be there tomorrow, I can't be there. Yep. We yep. have obligations. Each project's bigger. Some's bigger, some's mm-hmm. smaller. And, you know, that, that's, I think that's the biggest complaint we hear from people. Out of town that are coming into the right. area because they come from bigger cities. Yeah. And, uh,
0: well, I, that's sort of my thing is like, you, there's so much, um, out of your control, if you will. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the one that I think of the most is traffic and boon. <laughs> you know, like when, when you're in a situation like you where you're, um, you know, you, you've got to go to a building supply. I mean, you may have to go to two places, three places for a particular uh, day's worth of work. How much of that time do you lose, you know, just, just getting materials, getting to and from the, the, the materials, to and from the job? You know, there, there's a lot more than just showing up on the job and, uh, uh, you know, and, and swinging the hammer, right? There, there's a lot of that prep work that goes goes on that you don't see, and, um but then all that adds up. So when you got you know five days of that, uh, and then a month of that, you know all like it, all that time adds up. And I think you know you, it, just like you said, where um, you know people think you can just get there today. Hey, come tomorrow, kind of thing. Um, the, 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 on the same same coin, they're looking at it like, well, you're starting this job. Why are, you know why are you not here at, not, at at seven o'clock in the morning? Why are you here at nine o'clock? Where you have been the last two hours? Kind of. And thing. we
1: have. You know, we have people that, uh, you know, especially if you do a cost plus contract, right? you know, you go, you go to the building supply, going to the building supply is not a billable
0: mm-hmm.
1: point, but once you get to the building supply in the parking lot, now that now you're on their time, right. Okay. Right. That is a billable.
0: Sure. Well, but again, it, it takes time to do these things and, um, you know, and, and, that's some of those, uh, those unseen things when it comes to to running a business and, and uh, const- any kind of construction. Right? I mean, that, you can, you can put any trade in this uh, category here, um, and that that you've got to worry about that that unseen business work essentially. Correct.
1: And you know, if you're doing a contract job, you know you got to figure in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man hour is a man hour, right? Okay, whether it's from eight to five, or seven to four, or from eight in the morning to ten o'clock at night. Right. You know, and uh, you have people out there demand it. You know, I had one guy he bought a house, and he's going, "Well, you got my estimate ready?" Yeah. And he, and um, that was three hours after he bought the house. Yeah. And well,
0: uh, and then the estimates itself, right? Um, I mean, I understand, and and we've we've talked in the past about you know. Getting different estimates and more than one estimate, but at the same time, like I understand what you know, I understand why. I mean, you you want to get comparable prices, but at, but at the same time, estimating takes time from somebody, and that time, you know, it, again, is a is a cost of running the business. And so you've got to make that up somewhere. And if, if if I'm spending an hour doing an estimate, that's one hour less of, of swinging that hammer, so to speak, that I can do, right?
1: Yeah, correct. And, uh, you know, another thing, too, is that people don't realize you want to estimate, but you want to estimate without a drawing.
0: Right. Now,
1: how, how do you estimate without a drawing?
0: Yeah. Well, you—, you Goes back to, to to our show, and in fact, if you you miss that when you go back on our podcast and check, it, you know, talking about where um, you, you've got to have a plan, and 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 it, and it sounds so silly. I know the people kind of rolling their eyes, but it's surprising how many people don't have a legit thought out plan. Um, you know, again, with drawings and with all the all the steps involved, um, it, it's it's more than just saying, "Hey, buddy, build me this uh, twenty by twenty room."
1: Correct. And, you know, uh, the Home builder Association, you know, give us a uh, a folder, not a folder, but, you know, a pamphlet mm-hmm. that we can use to the homeowners to get a general idea of what they want. Okay. Well, you need to know what you want before an estimate starts. And, and I ain't trying to bust anybody's bubble, but I've had quite a few people that I say, here, you got to let me know what you want, right. because I don't want to estimate it out, and uh, it gets a little gets a little odd or a little hard. It gets a little bit of frustrating. How's right. that? Sure, you estimate a whole house out, and then next thing you know, well, I want to change this on the outside, mm. but I also want to change this on the inside.
0: But I don't want to pay any more money.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, it don't work like that.
0: Well, and and it's it, I'm sure it's getting harder too because. People don't buy magazines like they did 15 years ago. It's a lot harder to say, "Hey, I want this," and show you a picture of a magazine, too. As much as we rolled our eyes at that back in the day, um, we don't even get that anymore, do we?
1: No, but the thing about it is that picture will will give you a lot more detail than right. them going, "Well, I want this, this, and this."
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's it, you know. How many times if, if go back before the the bust of of 2008, how many times did you get that where you know, this is what I want. And it's, it's, it's ripped out of a magazine. Um, and, and, you know, and, and then it's like, at the time it's like, well, that doesn't really help me out, believe it or not, because, you know, the, like you want this specific, you know, uh, window, you want this specific, what wood like, like, what do what do you want by this? Um. But but like you said, like now we don't even get that, you know, and and so we don't, we 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 got to read what their minds say, um, which is why it's good to have an actual drawing, or architect, uh, or or what have you.
1: Well, you know, what I take into consideration. A lot of you might not like this, but after you make a change on a set of plans before it's even finished, estimate four times. You know what I do with it, don't you? It goes in file 13. 13. I, I'm not interested. <laughs> right. And uh, because I, my my time or anybody's time yeah. uh, is important. Yep. And uh, that is a cost factor exactly sure. what you're talking about. And, yes, you can tell people that's never been self-employed because – they waste a lot of time. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to insult anybody out there, but it's like left lane drivers, mm. you know, that will drive the speed limit in the left lane. When you were taught in school to drive in the right lane, left lane was for passing only.
0: Going down rabbit holes. Tell you what, we'll take a break before we go down any more of these. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to us. We'll be right back right after this. Obviously, by listening to this podcast, you see the value of all about home construction. Well, by joining our listener supporter community, you're not just tuning in. You're standing with us as we are able to support and fuel our passions of the construction industry. As a listener supporter, you'll enjoy exclusive perks, including hearing your name or maybe even your business name on our show. So please go to our Spotify website. The link will be in the show notes and join. You can join for as little as. As one dollar, one time fee, one dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you think you can afford. Every single penny helps to keep this show going as we can continue to grow and do lots more things. Thanks a lot. And again, more importantly, thank you for listening to this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, give us a call, 828-262-1567. Love to put you on the air with uh, your questions and concerns. And don't forget about the podcast, All About Home Construction. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just tell your smart speaker, hey, play All About Home Construction podcast, and beep, bing, it pops up. You do it on your phone, you do it on your computer, you do it on YouTube now. So uh, go check it out. La- I'm telling you, Alexa's pretty sweet. She's she's a pretty nice lady. She plays all about home construction when you ask.
1: Yeah, believe well, it or not, that's
0: all you got to do. You don't even have to press a button, man. You just say, "Hey Alexa," and bing, it goes off. It's great.
1: And it that that feist.
0: It's pretty cool, but I mean, that's that's AI. That's a whole nother show topic we can talk about sometime yeah and you know we've it's the scary i mean as as the like as the computer geek you know the 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 guy who lives in 2023 it's so cool but as as the guy who's you know loves history and 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 sees things like it it can be kind of scary too i mean i i I like my privacy i like my uh i like to think for myself too so it's a double-edged sword but anyway that's another show another topic So uh, before we forget, though, uh, what's been going on at the VFW, man?
1: Well, you know, uh, coming up Thanksgiving, you know, Dave Faulkner, one of the Scots, Mm -hmm. you know, the Scots went to the uh, Veterans Day at the mall. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Did you? Yeah. And uh, Bill, he helped them. But now Bill is, now he's not a Scot, but he's an Englishman. He was born in England. And uh his parents moved to the United States. Okay. And uh so, you know, English have kilts too. And uh so uh but Dave does Thanksgiving, has been doing Thanksgiving longer than I've been I a member of say there. it's been
0: a while, right? Yeah.
1: And you know, when he does this this meal, this meal's for people that can't don't have a place to go. Yeah. And you don't have to be a veteran. That's cool. If you need something to eat, then you can show up on Valentine or valentine's day that's another dinner <laughs> uh the thanksgiving and Dave will feed you for free
0: that's awesome and
1: uh the biggest thing is i've not advertised it because i didn't know if he's gonna have any help because a lot of years he's done the whole meal by himself that's cool and set up in the whole nine yards and uh I-, I won't be here this thanksgiving so i won't be helping and but a couple of the uh auxiliary members will be there to help
0: him nice that's awesome So,
1: You know, and and, uh, we all enjoy it, and uh, we try try to serve the best we can serve. But Thanksgiving's when the food account has leftovers and stuff like that, and we donate them to Dave so he don't have to have any money out of pocket.
0: That's awesome. And
1: uh, somebody donated the turkeys this year. Sweet. And I can't tell you who it was, but we'd like to thank them. Nice. uh, So some of our breakfast items that we have will be out there nice for people to eat and you know and if you want to bring a dish bring a dish and come on nice you know and he'll probably appreciate that too
0: that's pretty cool that's cool
1: and i want uh, everybody to remember you know christmas is our biggest meal of the year
0: yeah so when well you got a big meal coming up for that you got a big plans
1: well uh this will be the first one that i probably won't be cooking because you know i'll be down i'm having my knee replaced so and my doctor told me I could drive around, but he didn't want to see me working. Right. And uh, so the Scots would be taking care of it. You know, they did a fantastic job with the uh, uh, barbecue and the brisket. Yep. Yep. Some, we'll make sure next time we do double the amount of brisket. How about that? <laughs> well, what's
0: the Christmas meal going to be this year?
1: Well, we always do prime rib and a charcuterie board. Yeah, you got... And, you know, we do a salad bar. And, you know, for people that don't, uh, the soup this year is going to be clam chowder, New England
0: clam chowder. I like the French onion. But, I I mean, I'm not knocking it. We have a lot of
1: people I think are afraid of French onion. It's actually an excellent soup. It was good.
0: It was good last year. And
1: uh, uh, I love it myself. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm sorry we don't have a set of scissors for everybody with all the cheese and everything. But (laughs) uh, that's the recommended soup this year is clam chowder. With nice. The prime rib and the salad,
0: and baked potato. All right, sweet. When will tickets be for that one?
1: Uh, I'm trying to get Colin to get them out now, and that okay. that will be a fifty dollar meal.
0: Sweet. And, it's worth it
1: though. Uh, well, there's one thing about it. Generally, when you come, we uh we like for you to go home with a go box. Yep. You know, and, and that means you that means you got enough of what you wanted, and you have some l- left over.
0: Now it's a challenge. See how much I can eat. Thanks, buddy.
1: Yeah, you, know, you know the biggest thing we've always had a hard time with is uh, uh, we buy oysters by the gallon. When we, you know, we do the the seafood and stuff, right. you don't always get the same count yeah. out of a gallon, so you don't know really how to charge for them. Yeah. And uh, I did have a guy complain about not enough oysters, and I'm going, well, you know what? Uh, okay. But that's just how it worked out yeah. because I didn't know what the count was.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I plan on uh, taking a date to that Christmas. Time. I'm I'm excited about that.
1: All right.
0: So, well,
1: and you know what? Like I said before, it's always great when you watch everybody smile and they enjoy it. Yep. But just remember, this is a, it's always volunteers that does all the work. We're not a restaurant.
0: Sure. Well, but but you're but the. You know the profit's going towards a great cause too, and we we talk about that so much and what it does. We appreciate that.
1: Well, I appreciate everybody coming out and supporting us. Nice, nice. Or, or excuse me, supporting them.
0: Yep. Well, it makes a big difference, and and like I said, it's it, it's giving back to the community, and uh, so we'll definitely when those tickets are out and about, we'll definitely be talking about it in the show.
1: Yeah, and we appreciate it.
0: Well, that's it. Well, jumping back into all about home construction. So I was talking to one of our listeners uh yesterday actually, I was sitting around talking to him and uh uh Rob and so Rob had a couple questions that really I thought would be uh worth saving and asking Randy. And so Rob Randy has a a small building, like a little eight by ten type building. And the first thing he wants to do is, is uh change the it's just got the siding is just beat up, needs to be changed out. Um, and the, was, so we got on this conversation of if what's the, you know, again we're talking about a building, not not a house. Like what's the best siding to put on, uh, replace uh, on a storage building?
1: Well, uh, realistically, even though it's beat up, don't replace it. Mm. Cover
0: it up. Cover it up. Okay.
1: Okay. Then that way, you're you're saving labor, all right, and uh, you're saving. Uh, then you can go back with anything like smart siding. You know, uh, if you want to go to sawmill and get boards, yep. you can do uh like board, board and batten. Because, yeah. see, you can use your siding as your purlins in your wall to do your nailing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is as long as it's not masonite.
0: Well, and that's what I was going to say. If it's masonite... Th- w- then just wh-
1: you'll just have to put lap siding on okay. it. Or okay. Or put a four-by-eight sheet over top of it. Gotcha. But one thing uh, I would do, you know, is... Because if you already got the siding start to deteriorate, I'd put felt on it. Give All it right? a barrier. Well, and that would slow down the decom- uh, decomposing of the siding underneath the siding.
0: Okay? Yeah. Well, so my, I mean, again, I, I hadn't seen this. So I don't know. But, I, but I'm thinking, like, the storage buildings I've seen, you know, typically um, the siding's broken apart it's starting to rot or whatever you want to call it you know fall apart because everything's i mean i say that because masonite's not quite the same as wood but um just cut you, that off Yeah, you know, i was the gonna bottom. say you just cut the bottoms off and and i mean typically it's on the bottom yeah. and so you just you just cut that off is that the
1: yeah just put a piece of plywood back on it and okay. then start off that
0: wood well yeah i was gonna say would you need to cover would you need to put a piece of plywood but i guess you you would have to have something well, you'd, there to you'd have to do it to keep it from all yeah that makes yeah okay yeah.
1: But then just cover it up, and the re and the only reason I said put some felt on it is, is because it's already decomposing, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's de- decomposing what from lack of paint or is it masonite? Right. See, or... I, without seeing it, I don't know what it is. For Sure. Here. But uh, when you put another <laughs> covering on top of it, then during the evaporation of water, it's not a lot, but when it rains, it, it evaporates and go in between these two pieces of siding. Right. See,
0: well, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense, and um, ju- just to give it a little bit of a, a, a wrap, uh, make makes total sense to me, um, but you know the the difference is like again we're talking about a storage building we're not talking about an insulated uh, airtight house you know correct um
1: but it's just a protective is all I, yeah and the,
0: that's a, and, okay. and but I guess the 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 good thing is you could jump a little cheaper i mean in other words get 15 or uh
1: yeah regular and you can yeah. put it on with a slap hammer instead of putting it on with right. button caps
0: right. um and,
1: and then if you're going to put lap siding on uh just put a three foot roll around it yeah okay and then that way you can see where your studs are and you can continue to nail them put your Go next ladder right, yeah stuff like move on out. up and uh you don't want to uh you don't want to put a, a, a a lot of effort into it so you don't want to use a lot of button caps not, unless it's windy and stuff yeah. but to give you an idea uh particle board was real big mm-hmm. in uh uh 60s and 70s yep. as a product because you know we put half inch plywood down yeah and then we put five-eighths particle board on
0: and so many of those floors it's really,
1: yep. yeah yeah and uh but it was a standard for the time yep. and i remember my dad building a, a building out of it okay Huh. And he felted the building, and he put cedar shakes on the outside of and it.
0: And it didn't draw too much moisture?
1: Well, that's the story. It did. Oh, I was going to okay, say, like, wait, it,
0: this can't end well. <laughs>
1: because it actually started deteriorating from underneath the cedar shakes because of the moisture coming uh, from the ground. That's
0: exactly what I was wondering. Because, I, oh, I mean, I can, uh, you know, again, just when you're talking about particle board, I've seen some floors where... Again, like you said, you know, you get the plywood, you get the particle board on top, and then, uh, you know, hardwood floors, and yeah. you get a you get a water leak in the bathroom above you upstairs, and it's all shot. It, oh my goodness, it's it's oh, you you touch it and it's like it's like wet cardboard is exactly what it is, and, wet cardboard, uh, and it's just oh man.
1: It, and I don't I don't know how they made it because now I I for a year I run the press for Brawl Hill at, at mm-hmm. the particle board plant. And all that particle board was all hardwood shavings.
0: Where does that go? Because I ain't never seen them. And, uh, hard, the, everything, like I said, all of them that I've ever messed with looks like cardboard.
1: And, uh, but it, uh, you could tell when a board had pine in it because it'd blow in, as it come out of the press. <laughs> Interesting. Because of the high moisture and the sap in the pine. Mm, yeah. No, uh, that, that was how it was explained to me. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. It makes sense.
1: But, and, uh, because when me and Deb first moved back home, our first table was a particle board table. <laughs> and because I had a me and my brother brought in a sheet. Now, the sheet was ninety foot long. Oh really? Yeah. And it was cut in four by eight. I never knew four by pieces. Yeah, the, the 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 sheet was ten foot wide and ninety foot long. Wow. And uh so we brought actually brought it home and we put it in my uncle's barn in the loft up there. Okay. To cover up the holes. Some of it has been there since 76 and it still hadn't deteriorated nice and it was and uh but our first dining room table was made out of inch and a quarter particle board (laughs) and i remember deb going you got that particle board down there make me a kitchen table and me trying to hoist that tape out by myself
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good
1: and you know we kept it for years
0: yeah and uh
1: I always wanted to build a pool table out of it because the top of it was so slick. Yep, you know, uh, it was a ninety-ton press.
0: Okay, there you go. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's got its place, but as a uh, anything that's around moisture, I just don't.
1: It don't last. No. And, uh, and one of my pet peeves when it comes to cabinets and the homeowner don't buy a particle board set of cabinets because you like the price yeah
0: and uh and then again how many how many laminate countertops do you see that's got that underneath it and look at the sink or the dishwasher where the steam hits it and it it's just swollen swollen i mean it will will after
1: years but it has a different type of glue in it okay it has more of epoxy than a uh uh, formaldehyde based, right, okay. you know, when formaldehyde got to
0: being so big right, for the right, off yep.
1: gas and stuff, they changed.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, no, totally. But I mean, I guess uh, assuming that the studs are structured, I mean, you know, the, the studs are not rotten. It doesn't matter really on a building what side and you go on. I mean, you right. you can go anything and everything, right?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you know, uh, another thing about the field is that will actually keep the siding from condensating against Mm -hmm. the old siding, which will impede, not impede, but increase the amount of moisture level that can be stored in behind that
0: siding. Uh, You know, I'm one to um, reuse a lot of materials and stuff, and and again, thinking of the fact that, like, oh, it's just a storage building, would you, like, would it be okay to use, if I say I had a roll of plastic, six mil plastic laying around, would something like that work, or would that draw keep too much moisture in?
1: You know, I couldn't answer that question because uh, uh, I would think that it would hinder, and the reason for that, it felt doesn't cause anything to condensate, right?
0: But plastic would. So that, that's what I'm. I was sort of thinking is like that plastic would hold that condensation in, and, and especially on a hot day, bake it, you know, and and trap.
1: And that. It, it has the o- opposite effect on the inside yeah. that it would on the outside. Yeah. And uh, because on the inside it would stop anything from coming into the house. Right. And that's the reason you know, well it's been a long time since we had Buck Welburn on, but I think Buck's out of business. Buck's retired. How about there, that? It's a good man. And you know, but on his blown in insulation, six mil is what you have to put on the wall.
0: But the but the difference of that versus, you know, on on a say a storage building is so you have got that insula- yeah, that insulation is is um but that insulation's keeping that. Now, uh, it's, regulating the temperature, I guess is what I'm trying correct. to
1: say. Now, if you put your plastic on your studs and put your uh, mm-hmm. over top of it, then that'd be fine. That'd be on the back side. Because it'd be on the. Okay. All right. And the insulation would keep it from condensating if you insulated it.
0: But if you didn't insulate it, you'd still be okay? For a Yeah, because cool. it air out. Okay. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmilling equipment, from portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Ashboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA, and again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. And uh, don't forget about the podcast. Go back and listen to that. All about home construction. Share it with some friends. That'd be great. We really appreciate that. Yes, we do. And all right. So uh, again, I t- told you. You know, Rob had a, had a question about a storage built, um, and 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 what to, you know siding to put around it and or replace. But so that conversation, just so you know. As we're sitting around talking, that conversation kind of expanded a little bit, and got to, got to talking about what if you wanted to add on. So, say you have a you know again a small eight by ten, ten by ten storage building, um, and you you need more space. You want you want more what's your thoughts randy on you know adding an addition to that um adding a shed to the back adding an actual you know another building to it or are you just as well off uh price and cost wise and, and ease wise just to get another building brought in probably not
1: you could probably you know and you already got a wall that you can go uh against okay and but the biggest thing is is that uh the Watauga County wants to get a health department permit. Right. All right. And the reason for that is because we've had people come in the county and uh, build ha- or have these little houses installed over their septic tank. Yeah. They're not little houses, but these sheds and stuff, or their field line. Right. Okay. And then later on, they're having trouble because you know a lot of a lot of your field lines now are evaporation. hmm And uh, so shouldn't be any problem adding on to it, but if you know where your uh, septic tank is, right. you know where your fill line is, there shouldn't be any trouble. Sure. Okay? And first off, North Carolina's changed the laws. Anything under 40000 now doesn't need a, a a building permit.
0: Okay. So, uh, I mean, a storage building is going to fall underneath that, that threshold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. E- and- Even if you're you know because when we say storage building a lot of these i think of is you know the the ones you see in the, uh, on the lots on the side of the road or something you know where where they bring them in on truck and trailer and drop them off these portable type uh tra uh buildings if you will um if i want to add on to it though and i want to dig in and put a footer in th- and things like that now, footer's different now okay see, that's what i to- was wondering
1: but you could put it on piers okay okay
0: and uh but once once I started putting it on footers and making it more permanent, I guess that's when it jumps into a different classification. Correct. Okay.
1: And that becomes a structure now. Gotcha. That becomes a structure that's not, not that is no not movable. Okay. Okay. And then you could actually run into that with this building by making the size you you're going to make it. Right. And you know, first the question they're going to have is, uh, where is the, uh, uh, what size is the footprint? What is supporting the building? What are you doing? You know, they're always going to ask sure, all these sure. questions. And uh, what it is is they're not thinking about today. They're thinking about tomorrow. Right. You know, it, let's say you sell your house and stuff like that. Uh, to give you an idea, four-by-eight sheet of uh, T111 siding now is uh, 3403. Okay. Which that's a little faster. Than uh, the Hardy Plank. The Hardy right. Plank is uh, $3.34 for a 12 foot board. Okay. I can't give you the cost. Of, I, I prefer Smart Siding myself. Right. And uh, the reason I prefer it, because Hardy Plank is 12 foot long, Smart Siding is uh, 16 foot long.
0: Sure. But if you're doing a storage building, you know, an, an 8 by 10, and you're adding on to it. Well, okay. Well, before I ask for that one, I'm gonna back up a little bit. What does it matter if I'm adding on an addition to a, to a storage building? Is is it a size limit, or is it just the price limit? Because I know you said you know price for under forty thousand. If it's not a permanent structure, you know, footers and all that kind of stuff. As long as it, I'm doing it, like. Is there a limit on the size that I can build? I mean, because huh? at some point it's going to get too big, and you're going to have to put footers in, or you're going to have to you know, go over the forty thousand. I mean, we, in other words, you can't start off with a storage building and build a house, obviously. Correct. Um, well, you
1: know what? Yeah. I've, I've seen it.
0: <laughs> I've seen it too. I had a good friend who actually lived off the grid up in Virginia and uh, lived off solar, and uh, it, he started out. It was his dad's workshop. And he just kept going, kept going, kept going. Um, but that aside, like, you know, as far as the storage building goes, there's, you're not limited, I guess, to a, a specific size.
1: No, you're not. And,
0: uh, and, and really, the reason most of these storage buildings are eight and 10 foot wide is for, they got to come down the road. That's it. You know, that's, that's the limit on You
1: know, uh, what, uh, they allow them, but once you, you cross, uh, 14 feet you got to have permit yeah
0: i know there. i can't remember the exact length uh, i know it's around 12 14 somewhere with width. Uh, width. right um but i now i know of a gentleman i don't know if he's still in business but i know back in the early 2000s um back up where i grew up in virginia but but this guy was out of like towards mount Airy area area um sold you know made these these storage buildings it was his business and he actually, I'm, I remember, remember talking to him. He came up with a plan and had a uh, a patent and uh, or engineered whatever you want to call it, um, stamped and he got it approved, where he could build these essentially like a double wide, where he you know bring two halves in, um, and he had he had it all specked out and engineered. And he he had made several of them, not a whole lot, but a few of them, and uh, but he would bring them in, you know, two uh, to one one at a time, two halves and put them together. And now you got to. Twice the size storage building, you know, um, and it was you know typically like I think the ones you sold, um, it's not just to park your lawnmower when you get that big, you know you're you're doing a, yeah. a workshop or something like that, but well,
1: you know like Tennessee you can do whatever you want, right? With North Carolina we have a little different rules. Yep, and so each state's a little different. Yep.
0: Well, and. and yeah that that's that's what I was wondering like but but I guess you've it, again I'm going back to what I was saying before like i think there's that that conception of misconception of like oh it's just a storage building when you start to add on though you've gotta do you've you've gotta take into account regular building practices Correct. like you 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 know in other words uh you you can't just tack on a two by four on the side of that you know the, on the siding and, and I mean, there's there's more to it. You you've got to use actual building techniques, and you know you've got to use studs, and you've got to use uh, piers, like you said, and, and your floor joists. You can't just slap up a two by four and, and call it a floor joist. I mean, there's 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 things that you have to do. Um, and again, you can't just shake your head and say, "Oh, it's a storage building. I'm only going to put you know my Christmas tree in there."
1: Correct. And you know, everybody knows that once you build a building. It- it gathers trash
0: yep yep exactly
1: <laughs> and uh, where, where there's tools you know
0: mm-hmm. and uh
1: it always fills up
0: yep just like your attic
1: yep, yep. or your basement
0: yeah yeah yep. um well and that that's what I, I you know again i think i think it's cool um you know just that because you always need more space and I, I guess I've always been curious to myself of like at what point would you, you're better off getting two, you know, two storage buildings brought in versus one and then adding on.
1: Well, the, adding on later will save you from having another one brought in. Yeah. And uh, then you're not dictated by your size. Right. It depends on how they set it up. Cause see, a lot of them are uh, set on skids, mm-hmm. four by sixes. Yeah. And, uh, well,
0: I guess that raises a whole other question, though, is because if you're not like, and I know I don't want to use the word foundation because I know we're not talking about footers and stuff, but the the base, the foundation, if you will, um, has to be solid. I mean, you can't have you, you can't have it built up on skids, and where where that side, you know, the back corner is washing out and is gonna gonna sink down. I mean, you, you you've got you've got to have it stout. I guess is what I'm trying you to say. Gotta, and, you
1: have got to fix it so the yeah. weather weather does not
0: bother. Um, and but but even dirt. I mean, th- the thawing and and, and freezing of, of of the ground itself. When you've got some of these storage buildings just sitting on top, eventually they're going to settle and and move a little bit, right?
1: They will. But you know that that also dictates. Uh, what do you what do you have in it? Yeah, weight wise.
0: Well, but if we if we're adding on to this though. The, the larger the footprint, I would imagine, the, the more um, the more you have to worry about that, you know. Again, I'm just talking about the natural freezing and thawing, you know. Just it's, na- it's, like, it's,
1: it's going to. Every yeah. building does. Uh, like the building I talked about, my dad built out a particle board. Uh, four corners was four block. Yeah. That was it, all right? And then, he, you know, he put them on the side. Yep. Which there wasn't much structural there. I mean, they held up over the years, but eventually— they sank in the ground mm-hmm. just just from nor- normal rain and stuff yeah. like that. Uh I was looking up uh types of siding, you know, and uh what I run across was very interesting on fine print. Uh oh. And uh and this is one of our bigger uh companies here in town and uh i was looking at the the fine print on it and let's see if i can get it back up and uh it said a 20-year natural warranty but then i turn around and get down to the specifications yeah. blow it and look at it and it says warranty none so that's
0: interesting <laughs> yeah so of course we have a warranty we have none uh, <laughs> Uh, that's uh, pretty limited <laughs> well
1: you know we talked about the warranty on treated lumber and uh about what you had to have uh to get your warranty on treated lumber
0: yep yep well we're awful limited we limit it to nobody we'll take a break we'll be right back Obviously, by listening to this podcast, you see the value of all about home construction. Well, by joining our listener supporter community, you're not just tuning in. You're standing with us as we are able to support and fuel our passions of the construction industry. As a listener supporter, you'll enjoy exclusive perks, including hearing your name or maybe even your business name on our show. So please go to our Spotify website. The link will be in the show notes and join. You can join for as little as. As one dollar, one time fee, one dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you think you can afford, every single penny helps to keep this show going as we can continue to grow and do lots more things. Thanks a lot. And again, more importantly, thank you for listening to this. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. And uh, don't forget to the podcast, all about home construction. Share this with some friends. Go back and listen to it. Um, and then, Randy, of course, don't forget Thanksgiving coming up.
1: Yep, go to see Dave Faulkner.
0: That's it. the VFW. I,
1: I won't be here. Uh, matter of fact, I'll be gone, so I won't. We won't be on the radio right. next Saturday.
0: You're so, gonna
1: have to listen to a remake.
0: Yeah, we got you. We got some lined up. So. Um, but yeah, no, for real. Uh, if, if you want to go eat, um, the veterans, uh, excuse me, at the VFW, not veterans building. Sorry about that. Uh, the VFW, um, go on over there Thanksgiving, and then of course, um, and it's almost Christmas time, right? Uh, next week we're going to be start talking about Christmas. So uh, don't don't forget, you know, the, the the dinner coming up at the VFW you for, know, for Christmas.
1: When we 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 started that dinner. I didn't think we'd ever do it, but we sold out 50 tickets.
0: That's awesome!
1: And nice. uh, uh, and I I want to thank
0: everybody that came,
1: especially you, Terry, and brought his date there. I know. know. And uh,
0: well, I, I'm gonna try to bring her again to the Christmas one. We'll see. Yeah, well, you know. If we'll see. If you can't be with the one that All you right.
1: love, love the one you
0: with. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. Oh. Steven so, Steele. Yeah, but no, it's gonna be fun. So, well, hopefully, uh, you know, I appreciate Rob and 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 asking those questions, and it, and it kind of I went, hope I hope so. Yeah, though. I think so. I hope so. And uh, it definitely it's a fun little rabbit hole to go down. And um, you know, and of course, I can't can't stop thinking though. It, you can turn those uh, she sheds into a uh, a tiny house, pretty easy. <laughs>
1: well, if you think about it, look back at what people lived in.
0: Right, I mean it. It's what's the difference in in a storage building built built solid, you know these these ones you see. Uh, what's the difference in that and a hundred fifty year old log cabin? <laughs> not much. Uh, not size. a lot. I mean, size is about the same. The only difference is you know you you you've got studs instead of of uh, you know. But but even hundred fifty years ago, we we're starting to build with with. Frame dimensional lumber.
1: Well, there's there's a so. lot of houses in Watauga County that is two boards slapped together, mm-hmm. and there's a, a piece of felt in between the two boards. Yeah, and then in the fifties they finally drywalled it when quarter inch drywall come yep. out and see they didn't have any have tape for it back then. Yeah, so you could tell when you go in the house that the, yeah. there wasn't any tape on it.
0: Yep, it's uh, yeah, I mean it, you know it, it, there's. There's not a lot, and and in fact, if you, I mean, if you're really going down that that rabbit hole, you can put the insulation in. You can get a lot better than a than the way they were building a hundred years ago.
1: Well, think about yeah. it. Everybody had either had a coal stove, mm-hmm. or they had access to a lot of wood. There you go, and that's what they heated.
0: And I don't like chopping wood, but buddy, I do like me a good wood stove.
1: But you know what? I remember people living in the house. There was no insulation in the houses at all. all. Right. And I remember going in my great-granny's summer house and looking through the cracks and watching everybody out playing in the yard. That's crazy. And in the wintertime, she moved into the blockhouse. <laughs> and, you know, a blockhouse is cold. No, it never was. The snow couldn't blow through it. It the... didn't blow through it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm old enough to remember. That's pretty good. Them them houses that people lived in, yeah. especially having a daddy that come out of cold country.
0: Yep. yep. Well, uh, it's. We we you know we talk a lot about oh my house is drafty my house you know I need this I need that upgrade but we've got it pretty good you know even even some of the worst houses in the in the county are are pretty good when you compare it to history.
1: Well, thing about it is, a house is better than no house. Right. As long as you maintain that house, you can always improve it, mm-hmm. and we've talked about it over the years. Yep just a candle will help you change a lot of things.
0: There you go. So, well again, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. Thanks so much and uh I guess Randy, happy Thanksgiving, huh?
1: Happy Thanksgiving to you everybody out there and
0: if I don't talk to you again, Merry Christmas. We'll talk to him before. Man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. All about home construction in the books. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you for listening to All About Home Construction on the podcast. We record this live every Saturday on AM 1450 and FM 96.5 WATA in Boone, North Carolina. You can become a supporter by supporting this with a small monthly donation that'll help sustain future episodes. You can do that for as little as 99 cents a month and that'll go a long way to help our show. Do that. You get your name or your company name included in our advertisements. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.